This is the Australian Mobile DJ Podcast. In this series, we'll talk to them, get to know them and learn from them. And here's your host, DJ Bevo. We're getting on a long haul flight and heading over to Western Australia. Perth is where we meet our next guest. Known him for quite some time in radio and DJ circles. His name is Adam the Perth wedding DJ, and he joins me via some technologically thing called Clean Feet. Hello, Adam. Oh, hello from beautiful Western Australia, where it's July 1973. Great to have you, Bevo. Yeah, it seems to be the way everyone makes reference to Perth (laughs) stuck in the 1970s. I don't know why. It looks pretty modern when I see photos, but anyway, it's all good. How's life for you, young man? I mean, um, it's been a very long time since we've caught up personally. I remember, um, I think the last time I saw you was in Melbourne at a... uh, an organisation trying to get the um, DJ AA uh, established and it's up and running now and you're back in radio and you're doing your wedding thing and, oh, it's all happening. Geez, that would have been about uh, eight to ten years ago, yeah. Bevo, but I reckon I've known you a lot longer than that. You're probably, uh, what, 15 years ago we, we we first met and you were very nice, very kind to take this young radio-obsessed uh, tragic around for a tour. Oh, I yeah, think you were working right. at Mix 106.5 back then. That's right, yes. Many which has since rebranded to KISS 1065, yeah. which uh, I actually had the pleasure of of doing some weekend shifts at uh, when I was in Sydney about oh, six yeah. years ago. Um, so same frequency, different radio station, and uh, I was over in Sydney at the same time getting my pilot's licence at Bankstown. So um, that, that was really exciting as well. I you think, must uh, have uh, bumped into Vic LaRusso when you were there as well. From the, uh, I have, and in fact, right after that, uh, Vic was my boss. So when I moved oh. back to Perth and I joined uh, 6PR on their breakfast show, with uh, a guy called Steve Mills and Basil Zemplis, probably a little bit more well-known on the East Coast there. Um, I My role, I guess, is, is traffic reporter, but also the button pusher mm-hmm. in the studio. So I'm, I, I make sure that I keep the boys in line, play all the ads, play all the sound effects. It's, uh, it's uh, I would say it's like a DJ gig, but more people are listening. Instead of 200, we've, we've probably got about 20 to 30,000 on average. So if you stuff up, um, you, you hi, you, your mistakes are highlighted a bit more. Let's talk about the Perth wedding DJ. I mean, this is like the ultimate branding for someone that's a, a wedding DJ. They're looking up, okay, let's type in I want a wedding DJ Perth and there's all those keywords in the headline you must know a bit about SEO I would imagine yeah, and it's something that I actually learned at um, one of the previous companies that I started. So uh, back in around 2012, uh, you, you might remember the photo booth craze that was hitting weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually, I, I was working for a multi-op at the time as a DJ and I saw this thing that was getting all this attention and taking people off the dance floor. I'm like, what's what's going on here? And it was a photo booth. And I'm like, oh, you can you can get these at weddings now. Um, and I... I, I I saw the potential and I went, great, I've got to get myself one of these. Did some research. There was only two in the market at the time. Um, Perth uh, had a population of about 2 million. So to only have uh, two companies servicing the city, I thought, brilliant. This is ka-ching, dollar signs all over. Um, Started the photo booth company, knew nothing about marketing, knew nothing about websites. I knew I had to get myself out there. Um, And with a bit of research, uh, started learning about SEO, keywords. Um, I'm all self-taught. Um, I, I don't see the value, particularly in a business the size of, you know, 
mine and yours. Um, I, I don't see the value in paying someone two, three grand a month to be looking after that. I'd rather learn myself and figure it out for myself um, and and see what makes it work because it's an, it's an imprecise science. No one really knows the algorithm except for Google. You, you, you can guess what what will get you up the rankings, what won't. Um, but the, the the gatekeepers are essentially Google. But very quickly, uh, moved myself up to the rankings, to the top of Google, Photo Booth High Perth, all, all the top keywords. Um, started off with one photo booth, ended up with five. Um, I was flat chat doing that every single weekend, also uh, working in radio here in Perth at the time. Um, I was busy, 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 but it was very fruitful for me. Kiss photo booths, funnily enough, it was called. Nothing to do with the radio station launching around the same time? No, actually, no, that was 2012, so that would have been about four years before the radio station. But I have to admit, um, the the inspiration behind, uh, I actually started the the business with a good friend of mine, and we thought, okay, branding, what are we going to call it? Let's just keep it something simple. Keep it simple something simple kiss Ah. what do you do in a photo booth oh well you kiss don't you and we went brilliant there you go the idea just sort of went from there and now you are the perth wedding dj what was the transition from the photo booth company to the wedding dj uh, business so after a couple of years so 2014 i decided to get out of the business i was uh, burnt out believe it or not (laughs) i think um in the second year of the business i did something like in the high 400s in terms of gigs, um, I, I would so normally I would man the booth at one of the gigs and then set up set up the other ones beforehand and, and sort of have people working for me. Um, so yeah, it's it was it was a mean feat to do about 500 gigs. Uh, it was it, it burnt me out and I went all right. It's time to do something a little bit different. Um, what I really needed was a holiday, but uh, what I ended up doing was selling the business and um, moving over east and deciding that I wanted to be a pilot. And very quickly, about three months in, um, went, well, this isn't really for me. I had, as part of the contract of sale, I had a, a non-compete clause, so I couldn't start a similar business. Um, at the time, I was offering photo boots and also DJ services. So I had to wait it out, uh, waited the 12 months, and I thought, brilliant, you beauty, I've done the, the non-compete clause, the, uh, the the 12-month period. I'm going to start a new brand, start a new business. I thought, what's what's going to work here? What are people going to uh, search for? What are they going to Google? The Perth Wedding DJ. And that's where, it, uh, fortunately, the domain was available and off I went. Everyone is feeling the effects of um, COVID-19 at the moment. Um, probably little less in the Western states than, uh, say, Melbourne and mm. uh, looks like Sydney and uh, New South Wales are starting to um, get a few more cases. How's it affected uh, your business? Uh, immensely. So essentially, uh, my, my turnover has gone down 100%. And all I have to say is, look, I'm very fortunate that um, I've got my job in radio and um, Nine Radio have been extremely supportive. Um, I, I, I hear other colleagues uh, taking pay cuts, redundancies, and and Nine Radio have really stepped up to the plate. No one's been made redundant. No one's been put on forced leave. Try and burn through as much leave as possible. Absolutely, make the books uh, uh, a little bit fatter. But um, no, knock on wood. I've I've had that salary I can rely on. But if if I was solely relying on um, 
on the DJ income, I, I would be well and truly stuffed, to be honest. But fortunately, uh, our great Prime Minister has, has put in some great safeguards, uh, the job keeper, the job uh, seeker as well. So those uh, in our industry, thankfully hopefully have been able to keep their heads above water. But my last gig was on uh, a Sunday. It was the 15th of March. I remember it fondly because it's one of my most memorable gigs as well. Um, so all the COVID stuff, uh, all the lockdowns were starting to happen here in WA. Mark McGowan, our Premier, was was taking a very hard line on the social distancing. By that stage, uh, we were limited to 100 guests at a wedding. We had the four square metre rule. And I had a wedding um, in a marquee where um, it, it, was, it was a cold night, unusually cold for March, but it was in Perth. And um, they actually had the sides up. And I've never seen the sides up in this marquee. It's normally an enclosed marquee. And they had to do that for the social distancing. So the mood of the room already was a bit off because it was an in-house sound system. And uh, I'm sure most DJs can relate about, you know, that love-hate relationship about in-house sound systems. I'm sure there's a few uh, over in Queensland where you're uh, located so I, I struggled with sound. I, I couldn't run an external speaker out to the guys outside, so they could barely hear the speeches. Um, they couldn't really hear the background music. So, so that was definitely a struggle. We had a situation where um, the, the the cake was on this beautiful stand, and unfortunately, it was placed a little bit too close to one of the tables. And as the mother of the groom pulls her chair back to get out of her seat. It hits the cake stand. The cake flips over. It falls onto the floor. Cake's on the floor. The bride was in the toilet at this time, so everyone's sort of scrambling to to put this cake back together to make it look sort of semi-decent, and they did. As the bride's coming back in, no one's telling her what's what's just happened, Um, but one of the bridesmaids is going up to talk to her about something, steps on her dress as she walks away. The dress tears... So the mood of the night was already set. Um, it, it didn't start off great because of the whole COVID situation, but I tried to turn it around um, with, with, with my MC and going, look, this, this is probably the last time we're going to be able to party for, for quite a few months, so let's make the most of it. Let's have a great time. Let's do it for blah and blah. I'm not going to say their names. And it actually ended up being a pretty good gig oh, apart good from the cake and, and the dress being ripped, but... Horror stories, jeez. Yeah, you've really got to um, start pedalling a little bit faster when things start falling apart like that. And, and yeah, it's your job to, to save the night. That You've got the, the powers to do that with the microphone and uh, all sorts of uh, uh, entertainment aspects. Speaking of which, why is it that you only do weddings as opposed to, you know, 21sts and clubs and so forth? What, what is it about weddings that you enjoy? I love love. What can I say? I'm a hopeless romantic, uh, Bevo. No, I'm just kidding. Well, no, I do love love. But um, I find out of uh, all of the events that I've done, and I had the opportunity when I started, I guess, if you want to call it a DJ career, working for a, uh, a multi-op. I, I, I did 18ths, 21st, 40ths, and I just kept on gravitating towards the weddings. It was just something about the weddings that um, I, I just loved doing them. Um, they, they all seem to have... Same structure, and I'm I'm a bloke that's got OCD. I like structure. I like lists. I like things in a certain order. Um, but at the same time, I think you need to be adaptable. So, I've I think I've done close to 800 weddings now, and whilst they've all sort of had the same basic structure, um, 
I try and make them as unique as possible, tailor them to the exact way that the clients want them. So one of the first things that I ask when I sit down with, um, with, with the bride and groom is, all right, what have you seen at other weddings? What did you like and what didn't you like? And occasionally I'll get the, oh, look, we, we love the fact that they walked in and they did their bridal waltz straight away. And I'm like, okay, no worries. What, what, why did you like that? Oh, because we're so nervous. We just want to get it over and done with. Sure, we can accommodate that. But how are we going to get the dance floor cranking up a little bit later on after dinner? Oh, geez. No, I didn't think of that. Well, how about we do the father-daughter dance or a parent's dance there instead? Um, so I, I like that structure, but I also like looking for, for ways to do things differently. What sort of different things do you do that, you know, the majority don't? You know what? And I can't, it's, it's not like I've got some, I've cracked some sort of secret code or it's, it's actually really, really basic. And I can't believe, uh, I'm not going to go and bag my competitors here in Perth, but I can't believe no one is offering the same level of service that I do. I actually, I actually care about my couples. It's not just a gig for me. It's, it's a profession. It's a business. You need to treat it like a business. Um, get into that mindset, that, that mentality. There's too many, unfortunately, I call them the weekend warriors out there who, you know, they'll, they'll rock up and they won't put any effort in their personal presentation. I think personal presentation, um, is, is extremely important. And, and some of the advice that I give the newcomers out there is invest in a good suit. It doesn't have to be really, really expensive. I mean, me personally, I get an MJ Bale suit. They're not top of the line, but they're not cheap at the same time. They're sort of middle of the road and try and tailor it so you look good. Because if you look good, you'll feel good and you'll also project that confidence to the audience. And and these are people that don't know you from a bar of soap. The bride and groom do because they've met you previously at, at the planning meetings, but um, everyone else doesn't. So if you project... Um, like you're confident and authoritative, people are going to listen to you. And there's little tactics that I use as well, because sometimes you have, and you've probably been there, Bevo, where there are some weddings where they've been drinking from midday and they're a little bit rowdy and they're not listening to you. If you're authoritative, they'll tend to, to listen to you. Um, but at the same time, when I say authoritative, you need to be a mate as well. You can't be like, I'm, I'm the boss here. You've got to listen to me. Um, no, I'm just a mate of yours. This is the reason why we're here. This lovely couple. Um, I'll also use a technique where if I'm really struggling to get their attention, I think I might've got this from John Beck, actually a DJ in Melbourne. He might've told me this where you just get a sound effect of uh, the glass, the, the tapping of the spoon on the glass, the ding, 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 ding. You wouldn't believe how effective that is. And once everyone has shut up, because I find that a struggle, um, then the world's your oyster. Yes, getting their attention is certainly one thing. And you kind of find that um, you, when you get people on your side, they actually become part of your team. When you're, on that, when you're on the microphone and you're trying to get someone's attention and then, you know, they're, they're realising what's happening, they actually get the glasses out and start thinking them for you. It becomes a game. It, it becomes a game. Let's talk about your website. How do people find you and um, look up the Perth Wedding DJ on so- the internet? Yeah, if you're looking for bespoke, tailored, personalised uh, experience at your wedding, um, just type Perth Wedding DJ into Google. Uh, I'm normally there around the top in the in the black and white photo in the suit um, or just go to the website directly, theperthweddingdj.com.au. That's theperthweddingdj.com.au or one word. 
Our first guest from WA. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for the chat. Oh, thank you, Bevo. It's been a pleasure. Hey, if you want to find out more about this podcast, you can join us on our website, theaustralianmobiledj.com.au. The Australian Mobile DJ Podcast was hosted by DJ Bevo and produced by Matt Fulton Productions.